Y'all are too loud. You're too loud. Who told y'all that too all bad? You're funny. I can't with y'all. Welcome back, y'all. It's episode three, and the Queens is back. (laughs) Well, we back with our annoying sounds. Also, me already saying look within the first 10 seconds. (laughs) Me. Okay. You already know. (laughs) You know what you signed up for. And look, we're glad to we're glad to be back. <laughs> no one, literally no one signed up for it. One. <laughs> Two, how are we already so it's funny because the last episode we started off talking about our annoying phrases. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, that would make it more comfortable throughout the episode when I listened back. Yeah. Then I listened back mm-hmm. and I realized it made it worse. <laughs> every ten seconds. Look. Look, look. <laughs> can't nobody see Jordan. No one can see you, bro. Ugh. It is not a visual medium. And look, I did still say, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I actually just don't know how people are friends with me. And it's been 19 They're years. They're not. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> see, it's last like that. Like, it just came out and it was natural and I apologize for it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> God, we would like to apologize for. Actually, I know you have to. I would like. I'm very curious to know if all of you are listening with headphones or if you just play it out. Because when we were like listening to the other one back, I listened in my car and I said, "Turn the music off. <laughs> cut the music. Turn the lights off. <laughs> Turn the lights off. Look, cut the cameras." I literally <laughs> wanted it over with. I said, "All I can hear is breathing. This is so irritating." <laughs> as she cackles into the microphone <laughs> as i literally cackle anyways how Ooh. are you chica what's new girlfriend girl look you break it. some more glasses <laughs> the problem with that is if anyone was curious and <laughs> the glasses are still broken like we're on zoom right now and it looks the same as it did a week ago i wish y'all <laughs> could see how bogus these look they literally look like if someone stepped on them oh wait she did <laughs> it's like someone stepped on them and continued to step on them because if if anything it's worse because like yeah now it is worse they, they fell off <laughs> they like literally don't even fit on my face anymore i'm not kidding. but anyway the the like the piece of glass over your right eye is like <laughs> literally hovering over her mouth so i don't know how that's possible <laughs> the way i'm gonna go to like an eye appointment like in a year and they're gonna be like why is your left eye so much stronger than your right i don't know yeah i just don't know it's weird that you say that but well yeah we know you can't use contacts so quick story so we did like a girl's trip with a few of our friends to miami and chica wanted to be cute and so she brought her contacts Little did we know, she had the patience of a two-year-old and the skill of a nine-month-old. She Aww. would stand in front of the mirror for hours trying to figure out these contacts. Just put it in your eye. Just put it in. It's hard. I'd it's only not. Have for a couple of days. And like I said, I wanted to be cute or whatever. And look, <laughs> if you like the pic, you like it. Period. <laughs> Y'all go the give Chica a like. Story. <laughs> right. Run me my likes. <laughs> the worst part about that story was the day where i forgot that one contact was like out of my eye apparently like i put them in wrong and they popped out but i didn't realize that and so like i was like oh i guess i can see 
But then I got back and there was a contact on the sink. And I was like, that can't be mine because I can see whole time. Naomi, our friend May, she was like, going around. She's like, Jay, are these your, your contacts? I was like, no, I literally have both of mine in my eye. She goes like, well, they're not mine. We went around the whole house. Everyone had them. She was like, huh? Maybe I don't have one in my eye. Like, the way it was actually one of the dumbest moments of my life because I was like poking my eye trying to find this contact that wasn't in there. Anyway, <laughs> and that's Chica for you, and Mm-mm. that is Chica for you. <laughs> well, your week, my week, not good. My week was <laughs> solid. It was a really solid week. I think I don't even remember much of it, but you know, I'd be watching Hamilton or whatever. I'd be mm. eating. I'd be. Eat. Oh, I had lots of ice cream. So our friends mm. are doing a fitness challenge. Shout out to our sisters. And mm-hmm. today was day one. And I said, oh, oh I'll never do this again. <laughs> Wait, not me admitting that publicly. <laughs> Sorry, babe. The way I'm tired, though. I mean, I, I... I tried to run again after. So for context, I ran cross country and track in high school and middle school and I was like I'm gonna just get back on the horse it can't be that bad blah 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 blah. I took about two steps and I said child never this (laughs) not two steps in that Floridian heat no no absolutely not I had to stop so I'm gonna see y'all on day 31 from this bed yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get into it anyway no, literally well welcome but... back to week three y'all we're so excited mm-hmm. wait is this week three that's crazy i feel mm. like we literally just put this out but yeah this is a super super special episode but we'll yeah. get into that in a second first we have to start with our favorite segment y'all love it we love it and it's basically Boom. what we like to call the only personality traits we have <laughs> twitter dot com dot com so i'll read my tweet first um okay. this was a tweet that really hit this time um mm-hmm. and i think we all know why so here it is some of y'all had never had to sit in a room while people casually debate your existence and it shows <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to call out everyone in my yeah pretty much every year of okay. grade school's history <laughs> class as they looked at me with these beady eyes while the teacher mentioned slavery and said you can't say stupid while reading the book but you can't say the n-word with the hard r oh that's for all of you and you know who you are <laughs> all of you wow that's funny you know let's get into that history class a mess english class also a mess why were we popcorning to kill a mockingbird like there are maybe one or two people in that class who can read the whole passage uh-uh now is not the time <laughs> wait not a passage <laughs> maybe and they'll pick the most racially charged ones too and be like yeah, class, now is the time to popcorn. No, this is silent <laughs> reading time. Get into Please. it. <laughs> Please. They don't want to get into it. They don't want to get into it at all. No, you're so right. I remember we read A Raisin in the Sun um, mm. in high school. And first of all, can't no high schooler 
well <laughs> ignorant high schooler really understand the depth of that book but mm-hmm. they were quick to read it and this one boy was like well i just have to say that this black family i said whoa <laughs> whoa Wait, no, what Jordan just did is a perfect example of white people what white people should not do. If you say black like that, <laughs> say African American. Like, <laughs> no, literally the emphasis on the I said you might as well have said the word. Like you might as well have. Like that black family really wants he was like, I don't think that that's the best choice for them because money can't buy happiness. And the sooner that those people learn that, the better off they'll be. I raised my hand. I said, I am those people, first of all. And second of all, how are you gonna have a five hundred year head start, still Hmm. fumble the bag, and then talk about other people's uh (laughs) other people's choice on what they want to do with their money? Stay out of their business. And that is the story of how I almost failed that unit. <laughs> you said mind yours, period. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't <laughs> mind his, love his. He was just out here trying to criticize everybody else. I said, okay. <laughs> and look, I'm not going to say his name this time, but just know I will be texting him the episode. The link. <laughs> period. Period. And <laughs> brief side note, I saw this one. Not tweet. Unfortunately, it was a TikTok. Ew! (laughs) uh, Please stop exposing us. Please. It was like, on the same like, how are you like this when you literally had the head start? Someone said, how are you ugly when your ancestors literally decided what the beauty standards were? (laughs) (laughs) Oop. My B. Did I say that out loud? (laughs) Oh, Wow. Wow. <laughs> Not Eurocentric ideals of beauty. Not you still living up to it. <laughs> he said, Grandpa should have done something a little different, huh? <laughs> and Grandpa, because let's keep in mind that these. When we talk about these ideals, we're not dating. I was just talking mm-hmm. to my mom about this. MLK's picture is always in black and white like it was a million right. years ago. <laughs> my mom... Color. They had color. My mom was alive during this time. Like, I don't mm. understand what, why people try to date it so far. It is right. your grandpa. And that's why I love the post that's like, you don't need to... Oh, wait. It was my post. I pretty much, <laughs> told... <laughs> pretty much told people, you don't need to be trying to help your Black friends, all this stuff. You need to mm-hmm. go to your living room where your grandparents huh. are watching... Fox News and perpetuating these racist stereotypes and ideals and that's who you need to talk to. That part. That's the part. You talking to me for what? I know. (laughs) We know! (laughs) (sighs) Maybe I should just get it tattooed on my forehead. I already know. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Don't even come and talk to me because we've been new. Okay, sorry. I took way too long on that tweet, but what's yours? Oh no, you're totally fine. So mine is a tweet that really just spoke to me, especially this week. (laughs) So a bunch of people from my high school were (laughs) recently exposed for saying the N-word. By you. You exposed it. (laughs) It was me. (laughs) I will admit it. Y'all go anyway, to Sheikah's go to Sheikah's Twitter if you want a good laugh. I'm not gonna say it for her privacy's sake, but if you can find it, just know you'll get a good laugh. Anyway, shout out to those people. You know who you are. 
<laughs> Shout out to whoever cried that night that she could tweet it at them talking about shucking and jiving. <laughs> <laughs> White and black people. Y'all can get it. <laughs> anyway. Everybody so can catch both these sides. <laughs> it says, if I've unfollowed you recently, don't worry. It's just because you're racist. If you're racist and I haven't unfriended you, hang in there. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'm going to get right to it. (laughs) What do you want me? (laughs) I do have the time. (laughs) No, 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 no. One thing about Sheikah is she'll make the time. (laughs) We'll make the time. No, you're right. You're right. Because I do be busy. But I have time for racist. Okay. The way unproductive conversations just happen on Twitter. And I'm like, I guess I'll tweet again. (laughs) No, literally. You were texting me that night. You're like, should I respond? I was like, bro, it's like 2 a.m. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. No, that's a great tweet. That is a fantastic tweet. I want to make it very clear. This was not, I didn't just slip up and hit unfollow. Like I used to tell people in middle school, oh, I don't know. My Insta's acting weird. No, that was super intentional. If you've been unfollowed, it's for a reason. You don't value our existence, period. And for those of you who have been hiding, either behind that black square or you've been Mm -hmm. hiding by not posting anything at all we see you too (laughs) we just haven't had the time to get around to it we're coming for you too this is the first time when i see you is relevant i do see you hi (laughs) actually bye i don't need to see pictures of you at that little hilly house you can go bye-bye here's my question are all non-black people and i'm gonna say that going <laughs> to one lake how are y'all at the lake i'm so confused they all posted up how are all of you at the lake bro and not at that i want to be there at all in fact that sounds like quite possibly the worst hmm. thing ever but how did you all know to go at the same time and how do you all know to post about the lake when blm was gaining time. more more traction <laughs> y'all said one two three go <laughs> they at the lake and not the protest and that's... well they said one it. two three jet ski <laughs> <laughs> screaming they over it anyway they big over I... it feel like this episode might be a little bit more special than most i mean i know y'all don't want to hear the rest of our voice for this i don't (laughs) no one does no one wants to hear it at all yeah y'all this is a very very special episode Mm -hmm. so this is our first guest ah which who can believe anyone even said yes to us we are blessed to have this guest because she could not have been more perfect for the first one but she needs no introduction. Mm-hmm. You definitely know her, unless you've literally been living under a rock, which, judging from a lot of y'all's ignorance, you have. Um, <laughs> she's a singer, a songwriter, a ranger, actress. She made her TV debut on season eight of The Voice, placing Chica top five. Hmm. She placed top five on The Voice. All four judges turned around. How is that, that possible? I mean, for her, it's very, very, it just, it's on brand. If anything. It's on brand for her. I mean, the, the epitome of Black excellence. But mm-hmm. she plays top five with Team Aguilera. And since then, she's performed at Coachella with Ooh. her. Ooh. <laughs> with Lady Gaga. She's currently, ah. <laughs> she's currently background singing for Katy Perry. Like, you can literally Ooh. see her. In KP's videos. Like, I'm... how is that even possible? Excellent. And you said it. 
excellency and she's done so much more which we don't even have time for but mm-hmm. y'all our guest this week is drum roll please Ta-da. anyways cut that cut, cut, cut the check. <laughs> india carney ah! <laughs> we're so excited so we had an amazing conversation with india that let's just put a little disclaimer on there first y'all it's quarantine okay mm-hmm. we are all at home so we are trying to give you this homemade content. So I don't want to hear. There may be a couple speaking delays. There may be a couple like little sound issues, but nothing. Something. But uh, but here's what we're here to tell you: we are not perfect, okay? And we just want you to say <laughs> they that. They knew that. <laughs> they knew that. But I don't want any comments saying, "Oh, well, at this second, I couldn't hear." Then skip it. But the conversation is so genuine and so raw. Y'all need to hear this. India mm-hmm. has so many good words to say. And like, like I've been listening, honestly, just for fun. And I don't even like hearing my voice. So that's <laughs> how you know it's good. No, she was literally amazing. I can't wait for y'all to hear it because the word, she just has a way of phrasing things that just speak to your soul. So we really yes. hope you guys enjoy. And we gonna see you at the other side. Yes. Okay. Take it away, India. I really wanted my time on The Voice to be about me as an artist mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we went, th- you know, they they ask you a bunch of questions to find your backstory. It's not misleading, but it is also um, the people of America want somebody to connect with. So, like, tell me more about your grandfather that just passed away. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want to get into that. So I... So I very carefully dodged any personal questions like that mm-hmm. because I wanted it to be, yeah, just focus on my voice. Tell me if I'm if I'm good, what I need to work on, all that kind of stuff, because that's what I'm here for. I don't want America to vote for me because um, be, because of a sob story, you know. Not that that is. Not that people are using it in the wrong way. It does detract from your artistry, though. Um, I mean, if you notice all these people, they, um, you know, we rise to fame momentarily. And then everyone just kind of forgets about us. So at the very least, I'd love for you to remember me for my art and what I did on the show, as opposed to any personal information that you didn't even know you need to know in the first place. I will also say I'm very happy that I landed on the whole like classical singer in college situation. Mm -hmm. That was inaccurate. Everybody was, was painting me as like classical singer goes pop. I've been singing pop. I grew up in church. Like I've been doing this my whole (laughs) life. This is not new. Mm -hmm. Being on TV was new. Mm -hmm. Um, But singing was not new. Um, Yes, it was true that Mm -hmm. I was, I was, um, getting my degree in classical studies at the time. Um, but I wasn't a classical singer who's like just now finding out that she loves pop. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a great yeah. time on the show. Yeah. I would recommend it to anybody who's interested. Um, I'm probably not going to do it again because I'm not really good at competitions. Um, but it was it was perfect for the time. I learned a whole lot. I learned a lot about, <laughs> I mean, they film in like six months or less, maybe, um, including breaks every now and then. So 
six months to put on a show like that mm. to learn all this music to do like behind the scenes wardrobe fittings makeup hair all that kind of stuff there's no time to sit and think about what you're doing mm-hmm. and so for per- for <laughs> perfectionists like me I just had to go yeah. and I think that was the best gift I could have ever gotten because that finally taught me mm. what my sound was it just it only gave me time to do what I was good at at the time. Mm-hmm. To be completely honest, I do not like how I sounded on the voice, but thank you, everybody. I like I like myself a whole lot more now because really? of everything that I had to go through on the voice. Mm. You just have to sit in the discomfort and mm. or the comfort of where you're at in your life because that's really exactly where you're supposed to be it's easier said than done it really is and that's why it's so important to just keep your keep working on your personal happiness even though the beauty of human life comes with the whole spectrum Mm -hmm. but like it really is about the journey and I'm able to appreciate Mm. who I am now what my voice sounds like now Mm. everything about who I am now um, it's it's so much easier to appreciate that because I can sit back and and look at where I was 10 years, 10 years prior, um, and love myself for that growth. Yeah, that is so good, India. That's so good. So I know something that Shika and I struggle with a lot is being present and making an active choice to be in the moment and not, you know, have our heads 30 steps of where it needs to be. And that's definitely something that everyone struggles with, not just us. So What is some advice that you would give to us or our listeners on staying present, staying truly focused on the moment um, and making sure that that's like a long term sustainable thing that we can um, keep practicing? Absolutely. Um, Well, I guess one thing that's very relevant, you know, being that we're all black women, you know, we don't talk about mental health, um, black people and you know, I, I went to see a therapist mm. a couple years ago because um, I feel like I was really pushed to my limit. And um, I felt so much shame with that. But I was also like, I don't care because this is my, it's kind of like my last resort. Mm. And then when I went to talk mm. to her, I realized it's literally harmless. It is <laughs> so... Um, it's such an advantage having someone who specializes in how the brain works and how the body works Mm -hmm. to just talk to and not have to even like expect anything back from, you know, as opposed to your friend who you vent to all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're getting tired of you at some point. Mm -hmm. You also expect (laughs) that emotional support from them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as they Mm -hmm. get tired of the same story about the same guy, it's like, you know, they could start to resent you, technically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you guys don't need that. That's not to say don't talk to your friends. Absolutely talk to your friends. But there's no shame in talking to a specialist mm-hmm. in all things human life. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that really allowed me to become present. I'm a cancer. I'm not super into the astrology <laughs> stuff, but... I'm very, very <laughs> emotional. The the characteristics yep. definitely live up to the name. <laughs> and I have an incredibly hard time being present mm-hmm. because I'm always stuck mm-hmm. in my feelings mm-hmm. and in my head. And through mm-hmm. talking to my therapist and also there's this um, Instagram page I like. It's the only one I like because 
it's more um, objective-based mental health Mm -hmm. um, ideas um, in that I remember I was I was scrolling through and this page was like something along the lines of like oh he doesn't understand you well then bye and I'm like no that's not how relationships work (laughs) that's not how relationships work and if I'm basing how I live my life on a very biased idea of love Mm -hmm. um I'm not Mm. gonna ever find it and I'm gonna let go of something Mm -hmm. or someone rather who I shouldn't have let go of Mm. and but mm-hmm. this page is she's called the holistic psychologist. Mm-hmm. She she'll she'll mm. take it from um okay, he doesn't understand you. Okay, well what is it that he doesn't understand? Mm. Okay, well, why do you feel misunderstood? And then that takes you back to childhood trauma that we all experience mm-hmm. to some extent. And so basically mm-hmm. all I'm trying to say is you start to analyze um practically and unbiased your reactions to things and your behaviors so that you can just live more through your head than through your heart mm-hmm. you sh- your heart is very important emotions are beautiful but we don't need like um just like ra- irrational um uh what what do you call it impulse decisions mm-hmm. right know, we, we can afford to think through things and so i think with um just the therapy and um looking at this page that I really love a lot that helps me be present because I'm asking the questions that need to be asked. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. That is, I, yeah. feel like I, <laughs> so I think therapy is so important, especially for black people. We go through so mm-hmm. much trauma just on a daily basis and then we don't talk about it or we'll like bend about it, but sometimes it's good to really get in deep. And that's something that I'm realizing like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't just bottle up all these emotions and then like be sad about it. You know, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh. And something else I realized is like I so I went to like a like a therapist, but he specializes in like racial trauma, which is like perfect mm-hmm. right now. And he was saying like a lot of the trauma we as like he honestly narrowed it down to black women that we as black women face is like we think that it's normal, like a lot of it is normal, but it's been normalized mm-hmm. to us and like it seems very obvious, but when you think about it, it's like, wow, like, w- not everyone goes through the mm-hmm. stuff we go mm-hmm. through. And he's like, and you might find it very annoying to be like, oh, well, this is racial, this is racial. But since our system and everything is boiled down to race, it's like, a lot of the trauma we are facing is strictly racial. Mm-hmm. And it manifests itself in so mm-hmm. many ways in our lives. And so I think the tips you just said on like, being present and staying present and being act like making an active choice mm-hmm. to be present. Is something that we should all remember, especially, especially black girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Realize that I was experiencing racial trauma because growing up in New York, mm-hmm. like it's just I would love to grow my family up in New York, but it seems like it might have to be LA. I love LA, but <laughs> what I love about New York is that it's so small, it's so dense, and I feel like the majority of people are represented. So mm-hmm. even though I didn't always mm. see myself represented in a room. I could just walk outside and see enough black people to make me feel like I was part of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of things I just didn't notice growing up and a lot of things I still don't even notice. Um, I understand to an extent that that's privilege, 
Um, and I wish that I, I'm now becoming more tuned in to everything that I missed, everything that perhaps I should have asked for, um, realizing that maybe that plays into why I don't ask for things and why I'm okay just taking the no. It's it's really yeah. a lot to process. <laughs> it is a lot. And that is so true. It's like, wow, I didn't even realize I go through this. And like, so for me on the opposite scale, I grew up in this very, very white town. And so I think even though coming to college, it's still very, very whitewashed. It's like our friend group is all black girls. And so it wasn't until kind of like your experience in New York where like you could step out and be like, okay, here's someone who looks like me. That's kind of how I feel at school Mm -hmm. in a weird way because of my friends. And so it's really nice, I think, to have that support in knowing like no you should pay attention Mm -hmm. to that like that is something that we need to maybe make note of Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like the the good thing about being from Ghana is like whenever I go back you experience what culture that doesn't like think about race in that same way like you don't have to have conversations about white versus black when you're all black and you all know what's up so it's like thinking about Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff is something that gives me comfort at least but I guess transitioning back into your artistry something that we're really curious about is kind of who do you look up to as an artist like if you had to give us a Mount Rushmore well imaginative because we don't stand for colonizers here (laughs) (laughs) no no we do not and these colonizers came in and stole indigenous land to glorify white men so this is imaginative (laughs) no one drag us because we stand Uh with you So if you had to choose four role models, who would those people be? Well, okay. So I never know how we are as a society on Michael Jackson, but it's just it was just so heartbreaking (laughs) to see. It was really hard. I mean, Mm -hmm. as as a hardcore fan, I couldn't I couldn't just ignore that there was a documentary. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did watch Mm. it, and that was that was so sad. With that said. It's mm-hmm. very hard because he's not with us and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to, I don't want to act like I, I'm not aware of all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. With that said, Michael Jackson has been my number one since I was like 13. I love him so much for his innate musicality. I think I learned about a lot mm-hmm. about rhythm um, just by listening to him, the way he sings, he's just so articulate mm-hmm. um, and so mm. emotive. I just, I just love it so much. I don't know that I would call him a singer, but he was so good mm-hmm. at everything um, that I, I definitely, <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally everything from like freaking uh, set design and like the visual elements of things to the dancing, mm-hmm. to the music creation, and then the singing. Um He's definitely somebody I look up to for vocal wisdom at times. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. So I love Whitney Houston slash Mariah Carey mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. They, they really are icons, and I really recognize that they were icons when I started mm-hmm. learning about how the voice works mm-hmm. and mm. and being able to listen to them informed about how they're singing and using their voice. Um, Cause it, mm, it's not just yeah. that they sound beautiful, which they do, mm-hmm. but it's like the placement and the use of textures and like all those kinds of things. That's what really makes them special. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think I had that epiphany until like 
college, honestly. Um, yeah. I, somebody that I forgot. I don't, <laughs> I don't mean to say forgot like that, but basically I grew up listening to Indy Irene. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I love her. I, I listened to... I, I watched one of her shows in Jakarta. She has a live show from, from Jakarta on YouTube. And I sat there and mm. I was like, oh. oh yes yes i see directly where my inspiration came from okay everybody's like everybody likes to compare you to people everybody's like oh you sound like winnie houston or like oh you remind me of tracy chapman and Mm -hmm. yada yada right like absolutely not i remind you of india irene (laughs) the only acceptable option (laughs) i was that's a great option (laughs) no it's a great her voice is just i i I just have no words it's absolutely beautiful it it's so expressive i i just picked up some of her music the other day and i was just reminded of why i loved her growing up um that's not to Mm. say that i tried to copy her because i didn't i don't even remember consciously trying to imitate anybody but i do remember singing her music all the time um and clearly it shows um <laughs> and i just have to say my mom like like i said i grew up in a very white town so i was like why can't i have hair like her why can't i have hair like her and she would sit me in front of the tv and play i don't have <laughs> my hair and that literally like that song like, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a time for it all yeah it was really a lane for her and just like speaking her mind she wasn't really doing like heartbreak songs mm-hmm. she was like black female empowerment we love to Which see is, it. Is yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm not my hair. Like, who wants, who wants to hear a song <laughs> like that right now? I don't. I don't. I don't know if that would sell as well mm. now. That's so mm. true. That is so true. There's really a time and a place for everything. Yeah, absolutely. I hope she's Honestly. listening, girl. She has this beautiful version of uh, "Mary, Did You Know." That just brings me to tears Ooh. every time. Yeah, yeah. Already just thinking, yeah, remarried. Did you know? You know, it's good. it's amazing. <laughs> no, literally, right? <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Even thinking about right. it. Wow. This is a stand podcast, and that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. I hope we're culturing our listeners right now because I can bet probably what sixty percent haven't mm. even heard of her. So y'all, <laughs> we need to look her up and. And then talk to us. And then yep. talk to us. But not the... I have a friend who... <laughs> Those are great picks. picks. Yeah, my last pick is uh, Coldplay, because I love them. Mm. Ooh. I love we Coldplay. love that. Well, our list is you, you, <laughs> Beyonce, and Solange. Don't do it. Wow. Well, we have taken some time. We were just getting deep into it. I love it. But let's end with our normal segment. So... What's getting us mm-hmm. loud this week? What we need to turn the volume up on? So, India, if you want to start off, if you have any upcoming mm-hmm. projects, you've been doing so much just amplifying. I okay. Before you say India, everyone listening, you need to go mm-hmm. on India's page. We're going to tag her and just look at how she has been advocating for us as mm-hmm. Black people in the Black community, and not even just the Black community, just advocating for unity. Right. Um, your cover of mm-hmm. Imagine Ooh. it spoke to me. <laughs> Wow. It's I was look, I was imagining. I was imagining. Okay. Oh, thank you. All the but seriously, like you guys just really need mm-hmm. to check it out because I think that in times like this when everyone's 
trying to get so much from social media, I think sometimes we forget to look at music Mm -hmm. and there's so many beautiful themes Mm -hmm. in that. So check out India's page and then fall in love with her (laughs) with us and you can join our family. If you're not following her right now, first of all, what are you doing? Second of all, do it right now because we don't have time. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. What is getting you loud this week, India? Um, hmm. Well, okay, so first off, projects. I'm working on my own stuff, but it just feels so not... It's just so uncomfortable to be posting about my stuff right now, so I'm just kind of letting that Mm. be on hold. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I gotta do music. So for the first time, I'm actually writing Mm. about, like, uh, the state of the world, which Mm -hmm. is not something I usually write about so I'm gonna try and finish a song and maybe put that out soon mm. um Exciting. but yeah yeah we'll <laughs> see my Instagram is definitely the best place to find stuff about me mm-hmm. uh, it's India underscore Carney. um and then aside from that you know I'm really like I, I don't want to call myself sheltered but like I said I grew up in New York New York is like in my opinion and experience, one of the safest places, um, I think, in in the Mm. country. I've always felt safe. Now, Mm -hmm. as of the past couple months, that has changed nationwide. But um, Mm -hmm. I'm just so appalled at how much hate there really is in America. Mm -hmm. I just, like, didn't know. And it's, it's just so surprising to me to see every other day something new like this kid what he just threw a sandwich in class and now he's dead Mm. I don't understand how that even could escalate to that point it just doesn't compute to me that you could see somebody as less than Mm -hmm. I understand having your religious beliefs you know I grew up Christian I had a lot of figuring out to do that I wouldn't have done had I stayed Mm narrow-minded um and I'm glad Mm -hmm. that I chose to open myself up but and so I can understand like your upbringing teaches you these things um but I think it's your responsibility to understand what they are and sort them out especially if they could be causing harm to somebody else I think that's just just a given Mm -hmm. and so yeah to see these people just acting just acting out, mm. harming people, bringing people down. I mean, I just, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's right. really been loud in my ears right now, mm-hmm. just having to, like, question every, a lot of things that I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. And also trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to help. Because the real issue, I think, is mm-hmm. lack of empathy, lack of awareness, just, like, lack mm-hmm. of, like, those good human emotions um right and I don't know how you teach that to somebody I can't be shouting at you black lives matter if you don't even understand the importance of life that's not going to do mm-hmm. anything and I wish I had the tools mm-hmm. like a therapist to I mean like can you imagine <laughs> if like Christopher Columbus had a therapist <laughs> oh, you know like, you're too loud like be so different, many things different. would be different mm-hmm. you're so right like I don't know how to teach you Mm-hmm. to care about someone mm-hmm. else like I don't know how to Just do that natural, you know but <laughs> they miss that class yeah but in the same way in the same way I don't like when people are like yeah it's just a heart problem we just have to pray for a change because that's a spectrum mm-hmm. too and you can't just be blaming on that because I've had people tell me that and it's like okay but I sent you this petition too or I know you're making money so like let's put some let's redistribute mm-hmm. some wealth you know so it's just like 
not that that's going to fix everything, but I don't want people, specifically non-Black people, using that as an excuse. Is like, the heart problem thing, because it's like, mm. look at yours mm-hmm. first. <laughs> also, like, I-, I love prayer. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have to do, you have to pair that with action. Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, you Period. can't just be like, I'm going to pray on it. No. Mm-hmm. Whoever mm-hmm. you're praying to, they are also telling you, now go out yeah. and, right. and do something, too. That's <laughs> Whoever you're praying to is out on the street. Oh, and that's Ooh, it. Look, and that is <laughs> that's <a> word. <laughs> I wish we had time to go into that. We have to bring India back so she can just speak on that one right there. Wow. No, literally. I think mm-hmm. that is loud for all of us. So thank yeah. you, India. I think what's making you loud, Chico, this week? A lot of things. Um, one thing that's making me loud is so it's been 118 days since Brianna Taylor was murdered. Mm. But what's really yeah. making me loud is a we haven't got justice for her, but B, I don't know why that the internet thinks this is okay to make a meme out of someone's murder and you know, like arrest the cops that killed Brown Taylor, but it's like on a butter container or it's like Nicki Minaj saying it like in mm. her like, little Snapchat mm. means like it's mm. weird that she's the only one like they didn't do this for George Floyd. They didn't do it for Ahmaud Aubrey and countless others, but it's a black woman mm. and you're now suddenly mm. twisting it into a joke. And that's just, it's really sad to see that just, it's disrespectful and I feel like if it was anyone else people would automatically be like oh stop doing this like you're actually not helping by creating a meme I love memes but now is not the time do you know what I mean it's just like there's a time and place for those things Mm -hmm. yeah period Mm -hmm. you said it perfectly Mm -hmm. you said it perfectly I think some people have the mindset like we just need to keep saying her name but like you mm-hmm. said, there's a line. Mm-hmm. And they need to find the line. <laughs> there's sleep to the line. <laughs> find the line, y'all. They missed it. Find the line. Look, we have, I know if you're still listening, you feel good <laughs> right now. But that's okay. Because we all have to look within ourselves. It's in mm. all of us. And we all have to work mm-hmm. on ourselves. Mine is a little lighter, but not really. This goes to all of my Greek mm. life people out there, my mm. sorority girls. Now, I'm talking specifically about mm-hmm. white Greek life. And frat boys and specifically mm-hmm. sorority girls and they're f- how they always fetish fetishize black men mm. michael Ooh. b jordan <laughs> isn't the only black man on earth i need y'all to live i am so sick of this i always see videos and you're like oh yes light-skinned black men or they'll be like i love black <laughs> men cuban picture of michael b jordan i know we all love mbj but i'm begging y'all to find yes. somebody else like, am I the only one seeing this? I feel like I always just see his face anytime a black man is mentioned. There are more, and some are darker. Let's have some representation, uh-huh. please. Please, please. Okay. Also, on that note, we need to stop the we need to stop the light light skin, dark skin stuff. Also, mm-hmm. also because I, I also see like the darkest people saying that they're light skin, and it's 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 clear <laughs> that it's still an issue from within. Nobody cares. Uh, we all are black people at the oh end of God. the day, and I don't need a debate on who's light skin. <laughs> Let me if see somebody dark. <laughs> no, it'd be the darkest guy. This is a side note that want the lightest woman. It's like, oh, Ooh. what's going on there? Do you love yourself? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, and it's not that like my thing is like when mm-hmm. you can date whoever you want, whatever. And col- preference and colorism is a conversation yeah. that needs to be had, but it's like 
when they're like, well, I can't date a dark-skinned girl, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, you're dark, and your mom's dark. So what are you saying about your mom? Right. You know what I'm it's saying? Weird. It's weird. It's it's very definitely, it definitely rides a line. It's, it's scary to see, and it's scary to think that as an interracial couple, you have mm-hmm. to consider that. But, like, mm-hmm. I think in any relationship, though, mm-hmm. you do have to consider um, what your motives are and, like, how you feel in this relationship. And right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, colorism is a talk that we we is is long overdue. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, yes. it goes without saying for the listeners, like love is love, and love whoever you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but there, but there yes. factually are racist undertones with, with right. some of the stuff that we see. If your only reason Amen. that you're dating a black guy is because you want mixed babies, move on, move yeah, on. No, <laughs> oh. no, that's not cute. That is not your children are not exotic. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. We just covered a yeah. lot, y'all. Um, India, you elevated our conversation in a way I didn't know. Like we we are a mess, but you somehow you somehow did it. She made it. She made it cohesive, y'all. Literally, I think all of our listeners are gonna want India back. But thank, thank you, you yeah. so much, India. We literally are mm-hmm. so grateful. We hope you had a good time because we I had did. an amazing thank time. Thank you with so you. much. Anytime. Yes, and happy birthday, thank girl. You. Happy twenty seven. <laughs> yes. <sighs> but y'all. We're yeah. gonna wrap up. So remember, don't let anyone tell you you're mm. too loud. Unless you're willfully ignorant, in which you are too loud, <laughs> and you should probably be quiet. Keep the volume on high, blast it all, all the time. time. Fight mm-hmm. for Breonna Taylor, but actually fight for her, and don't throw it like mm-hmm. she could said on a meme. Mm-hmm. And with that, we'll see you next Bye. time. Bye!